Hello and welcome back to the bloody b Before the Monarchy, where we talk about stuff that went on before the British monarchy that we know as today mm -hmm. going on, was going on. That's the way to explain it. Uh, so today we'll, like, yeah, let's talk about Vikings, eh? Because that yeah. happened before then. They definitely <laughs> did. Yep. I mean, they, they were, Nailed it. <laughs> there were kings in the British Isles, but none of them, yeah, no, none of them but, were were the monarchy that we know and and uh, and and follow now. At least, I am not, buddy, putting up all the all the pins in my wall and connecting them with red ribbons to figure it all out. Someone else can do that crazy bullshit. Exactly, and then they can tell us which of them are and are and are not lizards, <clears throat> which is a pretty important thing to know, I think, mm. going into the future. So, um. so this week and every week we come, we bring you some uh, uh, s some interesting figures from from history, um, but specifically this time we are we are talking about uh, Vikings, uh, mm -hmm. which specifically uh, refer to. Uh, people in the Finno-Scandinavia sort of region, the Finno-Scandian region, uh, explicitly redheads and explicitly people who wore horny helmets. Yes, as history <laughs> definitely tells us is what went down. They were all gingers, all blondes, and they all wore yep. horny helmets, every single one of them. Yes. Um, and they all threw axes. Ev yes, everyone with extreme precision... Oh yeah. So yes, that's why they also called the Axe People of the North. Yes, of mm. North Middle Umberland, Euroland. Yeah, yeah, Europe, Europe, yep. Berlin. Not a lot. Not a lot of people know that fact. No it's one pretty, um, might know that fact. Goes... <laughs> Damn it! Maybe no one knows that fact. Alright, you can fucking start shit. then, smarty pants. <laughs> Okay, alright. So, I I bring you uh, Ingjald, a Swedish king uh, who was forced at a very young age to eat the heart of a wolf uh, to toughen him up because he was thought to be too soft to rule. Uh, oh, shit. And so, in doing so, he became an utter, utter bastard. <laughs> wolf, I'll do that to you. He, I can't remember what the exact uh, term was, but he was he was known as basically the bad king, um, and he invited seven other kings to a feast in his in his banquet hall, uh, only to excuse himself, bar all the doors, <laughs> surround them with his army, and then light the feasting hall on fire. <laughs> to... Oh. <laughs> Depends. Did he invite them over for a barbecue? <laughs> uh, uh, but got him. That's one way to win. Yeah. Well, but pretty. But like, these were all like people who he could have been allies with. These were, and like, he just killed all the leaders and and diplomats and stuff like that from those regions. He like all he did by doing this was make a heap of enemies. <laughs> so I guess in in his head he was like, well, I've killed them, thus now their kingdoms are Mayan. That, that's all my problems dealt with. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically his own people were like, nah, you're <laughs> you're a bloody loony, eh? Get out of here. 
So that and they tried to like overthrow him. He refused to surrender <laughs> and ended up appropriately uh, locking himself in his own fortress and setting it on fire <laughs> rather than <laughs> rather than admit defeat. Oh shit. <laughs> so this guy was hardcore. This guy was very hardcore. <laughs> Especially Damn. when it comes to fire, it's at least he was Love that shit, yeah. Oh. Burning everyone alive. Mm. So that's uh that's Ingald, the uh the bad king of Sweden. Right. Fuck. Um <laughs> makes this guy look like a bit of a chump, I guess. Oh, I'm sorry. It's alright. Eat it a lot, though, mm. so I'm going to very quickly and very incorrectly run through some of it. As, as always, if you want... As always. If you want long and thorough, uh, I, I don't even know, any other channel. Just find a different channel. But if you want long and furrowed, thur- uh, go to a bloody farm. So you can see some furrowed crops and shit. Good joke. Good one, Bob. <laughs> Nailed it. farming community. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, oh. <laughs> such a genuine fuck you. <laughs> oh, I love it. Hit us up. <laughs> All right. Old, old Harold Harada, or, or Harry, as I'm going to call him from now on. <laughs> Harry. Yeah. He, uh, he wasn't known as Harold Harada until his death. His proper name is Harold Sigardson. Okay. He's also known as Harold of Norway. Okay. He's born in about ten fifteen, um, not in the morning. <laughs> the year. <laughs> um, he was one of the. He was the youngest half brother of King Olaf the Second of Norway. Right. Yep. Um, as a kid, he displayed typical, you know, rebellious streaks and what whatnot, and looked up to his uh, half brother. Eventually, there was a bit of a revolt, and his half brother got booted out of Norway. In uh, 10.30. Uh, that wasn't 15 minutes later. That was 15 years later. Uh, <clears throat> and then uh, when Olaf decided to come back and take back his bloody throne, mm-hmm. uh, Harry gathered up 600 of his mates, of his men, and he stormed off to bloody meet Olaf. And when he turned up, they all had a big bloody festival. Well, no, they had a big friendly welcome because they're good mates still. Right. Uh, and then they went on to fight in the Battle of Stick. Stickelstad Stad in ten ten thirty. Um in which yeah, they both they both fought together for Olaf um to take back the Norwegian throne. Mind you, old Harry was uh fifteen in this battle. Jesus Um they lost. Oofed. Um Yeah, Olaf got killed and uh, Harry got injured badly, and he bailed with his men. Right. About 500 of them. Uh, he went to some other joint, and then eventually he wound up in Constantinople. Oh, or the city of yeah. Constantine. Exactly. <laughs> also known later known as the Byzantine Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was around about three, three to four years later. Right. Um, him and his men joined the... <sighs> Here we go again. Varangain Guard. <laughs> yep. Which was basically the... Uh, it was an elite um, elite guard, and they were basically ones that looked after... They were basically the bodyguards for the Byzantine royalty. Right. 
Um, just, and then they ended up being their own pretty good little unit. Uh, he ended up in charge of that, and he had many adventures where he, uh, including, be- yeah, becoming the captain, plundering palaces at least three times, <laughs> uh, leading a revolt against the leader, uh, the uh, one of the regents of Constantinople, and also just generally fighting all over the joint. <laughs> Fair Eventually, he made a shit ton of money from doing that and decided to go home and take back his rightful throne. Oh. Um, when he rocked up in uh, Sweden, his uh, ship was supposedly so laden with gold that it was unbalanced. <laughs> He, he was proper Long John Silvering all the way, all the way home. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> very much. Um, so while he was gone, his uh, Olaf's illegitimate son Magnus had become the heir, right? And rather than fight his uncle, Magnus decided to go. Uh, hey, unks, how about we co-rule this place, eh? And he was like, Yeah, all right. Nice. And then Magnus was like, hey, I'm also kind of bankrupt. Can you help us out? And he was like, well, if I take some of this gold off, me ship will be a bit more balanced, so why not? I'll help you out. <laughs> okay. So um, So then they were then they were both king. Um, now, Harry wasn't just satisfied with being king of Norway. Right. No. Fuck. Wrong one. Sweden. <laughs> No. Yeah, one of them. Somewhere. Basically, one that wasn't Denmark. Right. Uh, he was like, we we got to take over Denmark. So they had a crack at Denmark. And... Yep. I'm not going to read the whole paragraph. <laughs> yes, there's so much that this bloke did. There's a lot. Man. I got halfway through bloody me research and I'm like, I don't have enough paper for this. He sounds like a anyway. very interesting dude. Yes. In the end, he became king of his people. Yep. And then he tried to... He's like, right, fuck it. Let's invade England. Ooh. Interesting. That, you know, that started off all right. But then it, we got to get to the Battle of Stamford Bridge, which uh, kind of... They got surprised by the... Um, what are they? The Anglo-Saxons? Um, yeah, yes. uh, depends on the time, but yes, could have been, probably yes. was. Yep. Um, they got surprised by them at the bridge, and they kind of, yeah, they got, they got beaten. He was struck through the throat by an arrow Oof. early on in the battle. That'll do it. Because uh, he was wearing no body armor, and he fought like a madman. Because mm. he was in a berserker rage, because mm. they did that. Mm. And... Yeah, he was considered to be the last great Viking, and his death sort of ended the Age of Vikings. Oh, I mean, there's a hell of a lot, hell of a lot more to him, but there's a lot of lot of reading, and I didn't have enough time to prep because I'm stupid and lazy. <laughs> but the second guy I wanted to talk about was also at the Battle of Stamford Bridge. Cool. He doesn't have a name, but he did hold that bridge for fucking ages. And cut down about 40 Englishmen on his own. Jeez. Just went batshit crazy and held that bridge and gave him enough time to rally and build a little shield wall, which eventually, you know, didn't didn't help out because they were overrun. Yeah. 
But, yeah. One guy was like, nah, fuck you. This bridge in this town, this is mine. You're not, you're not coming across. You're going to have to actually properly have a real crack at killing me. Otherwise, I'm just going to toss 40 of you over the other side. Jeez. Come, come get some. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, that's... <laughs> I hope that that's not one of the, uh, the the many exaggerations in history. Well, it's been reported in a few things, so I feel like it's... I mean, I hope it's real. <laughs> for that to for that to still be recorded when they were the losing side makes me think that it was probably real. At least uh, most of it was real. Hmm. Yeah. Now that's really cool. Um. Yeah. Right. Get cracking with your <laughs> my, next one, my, pal. My next one. Okay. I expect him to have eaten the cobra's heart. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. I'm going to talk about uh, Ivar the Boneless, uh, who is the the he was one of the sons of. Uh, Ram- Hang on, can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah. He was the guy that invented the boneless box. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Damn it. There, there's actually a lot of debate on how he got the nickname Boneless, um, but the coolest. One the the coolest theory that I I've heard um, is that uh, he was born with uh, brittle bone disease, so he was he, he broke bones very easily. So he became like because he he still needed to fight, <laughs> so he would he'd be super avoidant of taking any hits while fighting to the point where he would like contort his body very quickly to to dodge. Uh, blows that would normally, like you know, glance off other people or whatever, or you know, were there just for concussion rather than for kills or whatever. Like hits that other people would normally just cop, he he avoided them, so he became this. He was like, like, I'm not having any of that. Yeah, he be, he was like a real slippery fighter that no one could actually land a hit on, so he got the nickname Boneless. Oh, yeah, okay. At least that's that the coolest not- theory I've heard. That is not how I would think you would get the name Boneless. <laughs> well, so uh, there's a lot of um, references to him being... To having some sort of um, disability. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I like the idea that his, his disability, Daredevil style, turned him into a superhero of sorts. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Uh, and so his, uh, he and his family um, took up a sort of royalty level position after conquering large parts of Northern Ireland. Um, and, uh, he, uh, his, his father during those, uh, raids, um, was executed by a guy called King A. <laughs> I don't know if it's A-L-E. <laughs> A-L-E or A-L, uh, A-E-L-L-E. Anyway. A-E-L-L-E. And bingo was his name. Uh, so, uh, he he went specifically to take revenge on this king uh, for executing his father, but w- the, he, uh, he after after defeating uh, King Aeli in in battle, uh, it were he gave the order to carve an eagle into the into that guy's back uh, before cutting his re- uh, his sternum open and. And uh, and pulling his lungs out of his body. Ow! 
<laughs> apparently, that's, Jesus. apparently that's called a bloody eagle. I mean, carving the eagle in his back wasn't bad enough. Yeah, no, apparently he needed to give him weird uh, air sac wings by ripping them out of his body. Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, and so uh, th- this guy, um, he-, he was the son of Ragnar Lothbrok, uh, who has a long, uh, long history, which is partly why I didn't talk about him. Um but, uh, but yeah, you can read more about him on uh, danishnet.com <laughs> slash vikings. Oh. <laughs> there's, a, yeah, there's a whole page dedicated to, to Ragnar Lothbrok. And I'm pretty sure he's one of the main characters in, in the Vikings TV show, although I never actually finished watching that myself. Pretty sure he is the main guy. That, that would make sense. Yeah, from that one, <clears throat> maybe two episodes that I have seen of that show. It, it, it seems like a good show so far. I just never really stuck with it. I, yeah, I don't entirely people know. People say that, yeah. Say it's good. Do you want a bonus one, Bob? Yeah, go give me the <laughs> bonus one, Cal. I don't have a bonus one for you. Cool. I spent too long trying to f- sift through this guy's Man, shit. There's so much history here. Like you were saying, it's just it's way too hard to, um, to read through everything. And but I my biggest issue was that um. So much of it talks about the the overall culture and big sweeping historical events rather than individuals. Um, but uh, but this guy, Bjorn Ironside, <laughs> has a really cool and funny story. So ah, uh, started reading about this guy. Go on. Him and his uh, and his raiding party uh, were particularly active down the coasts of Italy and Spain. Um, <gasps> Ah, oh, yes, yes. Tell me the story. Yes, I remember who he is. <laughs> so, basically, he... Uh, yeah, he would just ransack everything that he could find, obviously. Um, but uh, he he came upon this one particularly fortified town, or I can't remember if they used the word city or not. Uh, but, yeah, big place, big walls, can't get in, no matter what he does. So, um, after a skirmish uh, trying to trying to breach the walls... Uh, he uh, he plays dead. He literally plays dead and gets his <laughs> men to knock on the doors and say, can you please bury this man? He died in battle and we're a long way from home. Can you bury him? And so they say, yeah, all right, fine, but no funny business. You guys all piss off. We'll carry him inside the city and, and uh, like we'll put him in a coffin, carry him inside the city and bury him. And then... He springs to life inside the city walls, <laughs> cuts down anybody in his way, kicks the gates open and lets his men in so that way they can ransack the city. That's a genius move, that is. <laughs> that is genius. Oh, man. Like, it's 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 crazy that, like, that, that, that it worked. <laughs> I just can't believe anybody would would be listening. I think... I think- they they said can he be buried on consecrated ground or hallowed ground or church ground or something like that. Yeah, like it was right. More than like, just, oh, he died. Can you bury him? It was. Yeah. He died. Can you bury him as is appropriate to his religion? To his religion. Shit. Yeah, of course. That is a key fact that I I read and left out of my notes. <sighs> but yeah, so the Vikings are fun. They sure are. <laughs> 
when you're not the one having to deal with their shit. Correct. Trying to bury them and they stab you. Like, come on, doing you a favour. Also, uh, a fun fact that I, I learned about um, the word berserk and mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, Viking berserkers in, in particular. Um, apparently it comes from um, uh, the words for bear shirt. Which is literally them, like, wearing bearskin hooded sort of uh, capes and stuff tied around their their torso. Oh, yeah. And the idea being that when when you're wearing the bear shirt, you leave all your humanity behind and you go full animal on these guys. And you go full bear. Mm, So berserk literally translates to bear shirt. Huh. Yeah, that is underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny I mean, that that's become like a, a a very specific word in English hundreds of years later. Yeah, yeah, that yeah really just means well, it means what it means, I guess. Yeah, but they used to do it because they were like, "We are now bears." Yeah, bears don't give a fuck. <laughs> you gonna come across this bridge? Da fuck you, my bridge. No, I'm a, I'm a bear. And I'll fucking eat you into the river with the salmon. Yeah. <sighs> Good times. <laughs> Crazy days, my friend. Crazy days. Mm. Well, that's all we have for you this time. Stay tuned for next week when we talk about another thing that happened in history before the thing that we said that we, we talked about <laughs> before. <laughs> Love it. Got it. Nailed it. Till next time. Stay bare-hooded. Stay horny. <laughs> because you're wearing a horned helmet. Y- yes, like a yeah. Viking. Yes. Like like Vikings definitely did. Absolutely. Under their bare shirts. Under their bare shirts. <laughs>